Welcome to the She Thinks She's Cute podcast, where we explore the raw emotions, the assumptions, and jealousy that women face in their daily lives. This is a space for thought-provoking, candid conversations, self-discovery, and empowerment. Welcome to the She Thinks She's Cute podcast, where we explore the raw emotions, the assumptions, and jealousy that women face in their daily lives. This is a space for thought-provoking, candid conversations, self-discovery, and empowerment. Welcome. I am your host, Denise Williams. Welcome to the She Thinks She's Cute podcast. This podcast is a spinoff of the She Thinks She's Cute stage play. In this space, we have thought-provoking, candid conversation that dives deeper into the issues raised in the play. Welcome, listeners. Thank you for joining me and my guest on today. I'm thrilled that to have you here. Your presence means the world to us. On our last podcast, the discussion was absolute fire. Kamisha Adele joined me, and today she returns in just a moment to continue our conversation. But before I ask Kamisha to join us, I want to share a little bit about Kamisha. She is a native of Hartsville, South Carolina, the mother of three beautiful children and three beautiful grandchildren. She is also a former police officer, which you would not think looking at her headshot, (laughs) and a former staff at her local boys and girls club. She currently works as an assistant with a professional photographer, while at the same time, she is pursuing her passion of being on stage. Her goal is to become more experienced in theater film, and television. She's had the opportunity to grace the stage many times over the last nine years. Demisha embodies empowerment, authenticity, and resilience. And together today, we will celebrate sisterhood and dive into the topic again of Women Valuing Other Women. Please welcome back Kamisha Adele. Hi, Kamisha. Hi, how are you? I am amazing. And thank you for joining me today. I'm so, so excited to have you back. Thank you. My pleasure. Kamisha, you're balancing quite a few roles and that's exciting. That's, that's amazing. During our last podcast, the last episode, you shared how you make that happen. And one of those things is, One of those roles is acting, and today I want to dive into your acting and your being your role as an actor and assistant to a professional photographer. What inspired you to become an actor? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's kind of a crazy story. Uh, Being an actress was never a dream of mine or any any desire that I had because, believe it or not, I'm very nervous. When it comes to public speaking, don't like being center of attention or, you know, out front or, you know, around a crowd of people. So it was a, a gentleman that I worked for like in 92. He reached out to me via Facebook and told me that he moved to Atlanta and he was writing stage plays and wanted to know if I would be in one of his shows. 
And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I was like, I don't like public speaking. I don't want everybody looking at me and, you know, losing train of thought of my words. But he asked me probably for like two months, two months. I told him no. <laughs> uh, it just so happened. Um, I had gone through a divorce and, you know, I promised myself that I was going to step outside of the box and, you know, do things differently, do things that I wouldn't normally do. And when I told my mom about him asking me to do one of his shows, she was like, Misha, remember what you said? You said you're going to step outside of the box. <laughs> yeah, I did. So I finally gave in and accepted it. And the first show that we did, it it probably wasn't 30 or 50 people in the audience. But no matter how many people's in the audience, you still got to perform like you have a sold out show. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely and, should. <laughs> and from the first moment I walked from behind that curtain, that actor book bit me and I was in love. And that's all I've been wanting to do ever since. But awesome. Kudos to the gentleman who pursued you for two months and offering you that opportunity. And also kudos to your mom for that gentle nudge in that direction. And I celebrate your yes, because it is your yes to acting, which is how we met. Yes. <laughs> so I'm grateful for you. Yes. And you mentioned earlier, you have graced the stage many times over the last nine years. And one of those stages, which you're actually working, one of the projects that you're working on right now is the She Thinks She's Cute stage play. You play Marcy. And so please introduce our audience to, to Marcy. Marcy's professional assistant to Miss Denise Williams. <laughs> She's also very dedicated and you know she she went through life being prejudged by the way she looked or the way she dressed or the way she carried herself or her demeanor. But after you know going through a lot of training and learning learning more about herself, it began, you know, because she had so let's low self-esteem as well but as she began working on herself and building herself she learned a lot more and she had been able to deal with a lot of the pressure she was carrying before and even so after she got herself together you know she still has the issues of people prejudging her. Mm-hmm. But she's able to handle it more now and be more professional and but at the same time speak her mind Right. That's that's awesome. You know, you wear that character so well, Marcy. We love Marcy. And <laughs> and the fact that she is able to continue to pursue her goals and 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 achieve what it is that she wants to achieve in life despite the prejudgment that you that of of how she looks, how she dresses and and one of the themes in she thinks she's cute stage play is sisterhood. And during the last episode, we had a thought-provoking talk about, very thought-provoking talk about women valuing other women from a sisterhood's perspective. So let me just take a moment. If you have not listened to that episode, I encourage you to go back to the last episode and so you can hear the first part of this conversation. We discussed how sisterhood has a sacred bond. It's about lifting each other up, celebrating victories, and being there during those challenging times. So, Kamisha, what does sisterhood mean to you? To me, is is unity. Having that close-knit friend, mm-hmm. family, or as some may say, that tribe that, you know, 
is there for you when you might feel your lowest or someone to give you that push when you're second guessing yourself, giving you that real advice about about anything you're having having the troubles with. They they don't sugarcoat it or, you know, just go along with you to say, yeah, you should do this, even though they know well that you that's not the right decision you should do. Mm-hmm. So, so to me, it's, it's all all about that unity, having that tribe. Yeah, having that community, having that 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 vulnerable space, that place to where you can go and 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 have those vulnerable moments. And when I talk about the vulnerable moments, it's it's kind of like that vulnerability being that glue that kind of binds everyone in the community together. In, in a sense that where you maybe you talk, we talked about the challenges and times, we talked about the celebrations and it could be a situation where sister is dealing with the imposter syndrome at work that she's just recently gotten a promotion on her job and she doesn't really, she definitely qualified to be there. That's the reason why she really earned this position. But because of maybe some past challenges, maybe a struggle with self, self, low self-esteem or lack of confidence or just being told you will never do this and you will never accomplish that. And then having that imposter syndrome, like maybe this is not for me. But then having the opportunity in the sisterhood to be vulnerable and share those struggles. And then suddenly you realize that you are not alone and that that vulnerability kind of fosters the empathy and the trust within the sisterhood. So there's so many values and that come out of being in the sisterhood and having that community and having that place, that safe space. So it's, it's very important. It's very, it's very important to me as well. And so we also talked some, some about the celebration and the appreciation of our fellow sisters and what ways do you, in what ways can we as women celebrate our sisters and appreciate their achievements? Mainly just tell when when they have these big achievements or these goals that they accomplish, make sure you tell them you're proud of them or how great of a job they were doing. Just show up for them when whenever needed. Of course, we can't do, you know, show up for everything, but at least, you know, just be there to congratulate them or to give them that nudge that they need and let them know how great of a job they're doing don't just you know talk about somebody when they when they fail you still be there even when they accomplish some of the biggest things in life absolutely that you kind of you kind of led into the the next part of my question which is why is it essential to amplify their voices to you know celebrate loudly yes of course you we run into some situations where females that they're, they're quick to judge another female Mm-hmm. But it, it shows that strength when you can be that person to be there and say, I'm proud of you or be there to, you know, tell them how how good of a job they've, they've done in the past. And even, you know, the recent accomplishments they do, it, it, it takes a, a strong person or a strong woman to to actually be there for somebody else and not expect them to always be there for you. Right. I mean, you, yes. you, you gotta you gotta be there for someone else. And if you want them to, you know, reciprocate the same thing to you and be there for you as well. But you can't just expect everyone to drop what they're doing to be at your events or, 
you know, congratulate you on your accomplishments. You got to be be there for everyone else, too. Exactly. Exactly. That is so important. Reciprocity is important. And then at the same time, we're not doing things because we're expecting something in return. We're doing those things because we want to contribute to a healthy sisterhood, a healthy community. And we want to amplify those voices. We want to be the ones that celebrate loudly. We want to be the one that throws that virtual confetti when a friend publishes a book or when a friend lands a dream job or they run and complete that mar- that marathon. And, and when we when we amplify the voices of our sisters, what we actually do is we help their we ensure that their stories reaches reach a wider audience. And when we cheer for each other, it's like it like it like it creates a ripple effect and showing up when we amplify the diverse voices, what we do when we when we amplify, when we celebrate, when we cheer, when we throw that virtual confetti, when we show up, what we actually do is we challenge the the stereotypes and we inspire others. We challenge those those stereotypes that women don't celebrate other women. Women are not there for other women when they win. And we, when we, when we actually cheer, we celebrate and show appreciation for our sisters. That gives us an opportunity to come against those stereotypes. And, and, and I believe that as more that we come against those stereotypes, the louder we cheer, the more we celebrate. And what we do is we inspire others to, to do the same. Kamisha, do you have a story of a female mentor or a role model who significantly impacted your life? And if so, what lessons did you learn from her? Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. Okay. I, I have a, a good friend of mine and well, it's actually two, but, okay. and, and they both know how, how I am with public speaking and just being in front of people. And and although I know when that alter ego kicks in, when it's showtime, <laughs> it's how easy it is for me to pull it off. But sometimes when I'm nervous about doing a show or doing public speaking, and I even talked to both of them about doing this interview, even though I'm not on camera, people can't see me. It's still just that, that nervousness and that thought that I'm going to be talking and people listening. But each time I would tell them, it was like, come on, Michelle, you got this. You know, they, they always push me. And, and tell me I have it. No matter how nervous I am, I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. But they always, you got this. And they will give me pointers on on how to do it to, to get myself through an interview or through some tough times. That's awesome. And I, and I still I still try to try to be strong and, and try to soothe my mind. But it's, it's still a struggle for me. But as far as as far as the, the mentor, they are the two that helps keep my mind calm when I'm when I'm nervous about something. That's awesome. I love how you share that support and how they celebrate you and how they encourage you and how they push you. But one of the things that you said that is just like so key and so important is they don't just say, you got this, like you can do this, you can do that. You said that they actually offer advice, pointers and 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 suggestions on what you could do to make it work for you. So I just, I love the fact that that is just that, that part of celebration, that part of 
the community being there, providing that support and leaning in, taking time to actually show up. So not that it's like I'm there actually showing up doing this interview, but showing up and in ways to provide support and offer that encouragement and then those tangible things that you could hold on to and bring into this space, which kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier about being vulnerable and sharing that with your friends and given that, you know, one of the things about sisterhood is that when we're vulnerable, when we share, when we communicate, when we talk, we provide opportunities for our sisters to grow. Yes. Yes, it is. And and I can tell you during the, most of my acting career, if I have a show, uh, one of my sisters, she lives at, well, at the time she lived in New York. So I had a show in my hometown and she came from New York and bought another friend of hers down just for my show. So they were here for like two days and they went back and she's tried to come down, you know, other times to, to, to view the shows that I do. So it's like, when when you have someone that takes time out just to support you in that way, to me, it's huge. It's huge. And at the same time, she was going through a tough time the last couple of weeks. And me and our other sister friend got on the road, took a wow. trip to Virginia, because now she lives in Virginia, but we took a trip to Virginia just to check on her. Now, mind you, we didn't get there till after midnight or Tuesday night or midnight Wednesday morning like 12 15 a.m and she thought she wanted us to stay longer but you know because of other things we had to get back home so we left right back out thursday morning and other people are like y'all just went up there and turned right back around it's like she was going through something we needed our girl time she couldn't take time off from work and that's what we did we just got on a roll had a girl's trip and went to see her and it it, it means so much when you have people that sacrifice the drive the time and the energy to even come and see you, you know, that type of way, whether it's one of my shows or, or me having to go up there and check on her and make sure she's good. So if, if who was it? Her her daughter was so funny. And she was like, "You y'all came all the way up here to visit her? It's like, oh, y'all a better friend than I am. <laughs> but it's like, and when she said it, it's like, you have so many people that think that way and, and they don't, they don't pour into their friend or be there for their friend like like I noticed that the three of us do so yes it's sisterhood to me is is that type of bond right exactly and and it's and that's all a part of what we the topic today what we're diving into is women valuing other women in that sisterhood the importance of sisterhood and women valuing other women it's like you didn't just, you all are not saying we value you, we love you, we appreciate you, and we are here for you. You showed her how much you value her by packing up and going there to be with her for the few hours that you were there. But I can only imagine that those few few hours had a major impact because your friend, I'm sure, knew that it, it was it, that was a sacrifice. But kudos to you all for being that having that type of sisterhood and having that type of community to where you understand the importance of being there and not just talking about it, but actually showing up and that the power of the sisterhood. And I'm sure it made, and, not, and, and we talked about inspired and we talked a little bit of, in if it was last week or another episode about how this impact 
even just a few moments ago about the difference that it would make and then how it would inspire others. So her daughter was able to take from this experience and realize how powerful your sisterhood is. And you all may have inspired her to be a better friend to her friends and saying, wow, you know, I got to step up my game a little bit. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not being that type of friend and then kind of set her aspirations on Mm -hmm. setting a new mark for what friendship looks like, what value looks like. And so kudos to you all for being that example and inspiring the next generation and, you know, just being who you are and being an example and and being true, like I said earlier, having that resilience and having that tenacity and being authentic and making that trip without any other agenda other than to be there for your friends. So, Kamisha, thank you so much for that. You're welcome. <laughs> and where can our listeners find you online? Oh, um, uh, they can find me on Facebook at Commissioner A. Scott. Okay. Um, and the other one is Commissioner, excuse me, is Commissioner, comma, actress and model slash camp on, also on Facebook. And I, I had to put all of that in there because if it's not in right, it, it may not come up. Okay. And my Instagram is Commissioner underscore Adele. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that audience. Be sure to connect with Kamisha Adele. Thank you, Kamisha, for joining us today for such an enlightening discussion about the power of sisterhood and valuing other women. Listeners, let's remember that together we can create a world where women can lift each other, celebrate victories, and amplify diverse voices. Stay tuned for more inspiring content on She Thinks She's Cute podcast. And until the next time, keep supporting your fellow women, your sis- your fellow sisters, and embracing the magic of sisterhood. Thank you again, Kamisha, for adding value to our listeners and to our listeners. Thank you so much. To our listeners, remember that valuing other women begins with valuing yourself. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. You don't want to miss them. I invite you to follow us on social media to stay up to date on our latest episodes at She Thinks She's Cute. Sign up for updates at She Thinks She's Cute on our website thank you for tuning in listening and leaning in i appreciate you and until the next time remember to be kind to others unselfish and not to